Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal, and I'm the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome to the Cannabis Daily Show for Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. Since 2017, we've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry. And just note, this will be my last week sailing this ship. At the end of this week, we'll be live from Lyft & Co. in Toronto. So stay tuned for more details. We'll actually be with our friends at Pinners to go live from the Lyft show this Thursday and Friday. We'd love to hear from the comments below and always feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com as well as through all of our social channels including Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and if you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe there. In other news, MJ Unpacked 2020 in New York is next week. It's taking place in New York City and the conference will bring together brands, retailers, and investors as well as an unprecedented level of diversity for a business conference. MJ Unpacked is a focused, exclusive, and intimate event where real connections are made and deals get done. You can get your tickets on their website. The link to that is below. As well, we'll be in uh, uh, New York in September for two days in September 2022 for Business of Cannabis New York, our second Business of Cannabis New York session, but our fourth event over the year in New York. <clears throat> Information on that is below as well. For today's stories, a billionaire investor is concerned about GTI. Senator Schumer's getting a very little Republican support. Michigan Cannabis is hoping for, hoping for bankruptcy and expunging cannabis convictions in Canada. For our first story, during the Green Thumb Industries' first quarter analyst call last Wednesday, billionaire investor Leon Cooperman demanded to know why he sees pages of insiders selling on Bloomberg, but no insider buying this, according to BNM Bloomberg. Are we just waiting for legalization as the only lever to pull to turn around sentiment, or basically, are there things the company can do in their control? That's what Cooperman asked GTI CEO Ben Kovler. I look at Bloomberg and I see two or three pages of insider selling. I see no insider buying. If you think this story is so good, why are we not seeing any insider buying? Well, Ben Kovler, for his part, responded and said there really is real there is there is not any real insider selling and encouraged Cooperman to use his influence to bring in more investment. I take my battles with Elizabeth Warren and that's about it, reported, retorted Cooperman, referring to Senator Warren's proposed wealth tax. I'm not looking for more battles, but thank you and good luck. Sounds like a testy exchange. For our second story, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said he's spoken to at least, or at most, six Republicans about his much-awaited federal cannabis legalization bill at a rally last weekend in New York. This, according to Marijuana Moment. I have invited every U.S. Senator, every Democrat, every Republican to come meet with us and tell us why they won't support the bill or whether they will, and I'm making good progress, he confusingly said. I've already met with six Republicans, so we can get ten... <clears throat> And we can get the 60 votes we need on the floor of the Senate to pass legislation that is so important. But as Marijuana Moment notes, Schumer may need more than 10 Republican senators to vote for his bill because it's not guaranteed at this stage that every Democrat will support it. For our third story, every week, Business of Cannabis delivers a series of insights from our partners at Cannabis Benchmarks. The Canadian cannabis industry continues to open new retail outlets across the country at a fairly steady pace. At the end of last April, Cannabis Benchmarks counted 3,162 licensed retailers, and the pace of store openings has slowed considerably, however, in 2022 uh, relative to 2021. In 2021, Cannabis Benchmarks counted 125 new stores opening each month on average, with 70% of new stores opening in Ontario. But so far in 2022, new store openings have declined to an average of 62 each month. You can read the full report at Cannabis Benchmarks Briefing on our website. 
for our next story. Master Equity Group, a Kalamazoo, Michigan-based holding and management company for several businesses in the cannabis industry, filed for bankruptcy on April 20th, ironically. But because cannabis is federally illegal, if the U.S. Bankruptcy Court grants the bankruptcy, it would actually be precedent-setting this in MJ Biz. The U.S. Trustee's Office has taken the position for several years now that it is illegal for the bankruptcy courts to administer cases that involve marijuana companies, even if they're legal under state laws. This is a this quote from Robert Hendricks, Senior Counsel for Warner, Norcross, and Judd. According to a February 2020 story on MJ Biz Daily, some U.S. cannabis companies have sought bankruptcy protection north of the border, here in Canada. But if they don't have Canadian operations and aren't listed on a Canadian exchange, they aren't likely to get it. <clears throat> We will follow that story closely. For our final story, Matthew Green from Hamilton Center has launched a petition calling on Canada's House of Commons to table legislation that would automatically expunge the criminal records of those with non-violous cannabis convictions. The petition notes that even though cannabis was legalized in 2018, fewer than 1,000 cannabis-related pardons have been granted and approximately 50,000 Canadians still have convictions, whereas... U.S. states like New York and New Jersey committed to expunging records, and the Moore Act, which was approved by the House, but not the Senate yet, included a provision to expunge cannabis records. An act to provide a no-cost, expedited record expungement for non-violent cannabis convictions is an essential first step for the federal government to recognize the impact of holding criminal records for something that is now legal and disproportionately affects marginalized communities that are trying to move on with their lives. That is according to the petition. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 12,000 others and catch all of these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. Eastern with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. And for those keeping track, that was episode 78 of the Cannabis Daily Show. Thank you for joining us here on YouTube or wherever you caught the program. And please do subscribe.